This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today, Katie Hobbs is declared the winner of the Arizona gubernatorial election. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse joins us in studio for a legal update. And yes, he is still going through the legal process. And the Democrats might have been caught money laundering through Ukraine. We've got all of that and more coming up. And it all starts right now. Welcome to the news and why it matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined today by my good friend, Grant Stinchfield, who is, of course, the host of the Stinchfield podcast, which you need to go get and subscribe to anywhere you get your podcast. Hell yes. <laughs> it's great to be here. Yeah, I'm glad you're here. <laughs> also joined by Jason Buttrell, chief, research, chief researcher of the Glenn Beck program, who does not have a podcast you can subscribe to. <laughs> Wait, I thought but, everybody has one. But, <laughs> I need to but, make one, dang it. He does, you should follow him on social media, because as it turns out, he is uh, very knowledgeable. He's what we call a nerd. Yes. But those yes. are very useful. It's not Wednesday. Why the heck am I here, Sarah? I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> we, had, we called Jason last minute, and we were like, Jason, we really need you, please. He said, I, I don't know if I can... I'm, I'm supposed to pick my kid up from school. I need to make sure my wife can do it. And I was like, I will, I will call Uber and get your kid an Uber to pick him up from school. I just need you here. This is how our relationship works. I'm calling in that favor very, very soon. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to Arizona. Last night, the Arizona governor's race was called for Katie Hobbs. Uh, she, they said, she won, if you, this is what you believe, she won 50.4% of the vote. Lake won 49.6 with 98% of the vote in. Uh, after the news broke, Hobbs, of course, tweeted, democracy is worth the wait. Thank you, Arizona. I am so honored and so proud to be your next governor. Um, I want to uh, I want to get your quick thoughts on this, gentlemen, and then I want to, I don't know, give a little brief update on what's going on in Maricopa County and what those particular, you know, officials may or may not be doing that, I don't know, I'm sure is not at all related to Katie Hobbs, who basically ran from her basement, uh, didn't engage in any debates, didn't, you know, really participate at all. Um, I, all of a sudden, she won. Mm -hmm. And it took this long to get all of the votes in, right? You have Carrie Lake, who is... I would say arguably it's one of the greatest weeks. one of the greatest candidates of all time. It only took a week, Sarah. Yeah, just just a full <laughs> week. Just a full week of tabulating. They said that they were doing it literally around the clock. So it's not like a full week of like clocking in and out at nine nine to five, right? Like this is this should have been a full week yeah. of like the, the the hardest work of their lives. Oh, wait a minute though. So a couple Penske trucks driving back and forth that I'm sure again, nothing crazy going on there. Um, all of these Maricopa County uh, testimonials from voters who went in and experienced very odd things happening. Uh, none of that, it's all, that's just, 
This is democracy in action. You, you got to take into account, guys, just the sheer amount, the population size of Arizona, mm -hmm. which is absolutely ridiculously huge at 7 million. Oh, is that not that much? Oh, mm -hmm. DFW has around six and a half million people. Mm -hmm. And most of our elections were actually, all of Texas was done mm -hmm. election night. Uh, yeah, this is absolutely ridiculous. One of the, the two things that Carrie Lake said that she was gonna fix day one mm -hmm. was the border number one, which I think they're at what, 2.5 million arrests. It's, a, it's an all time record, mm -hmm. never, we've never had it. 2.5 million arrests at the border. So it's a dumpster fire in Arizona there. And then she said she was gonna fix her election system. Yep. It's obvious that they need to fix their election system, but the voters, I guess, voted that those aren't big issues at all. Makes no sense to me. Well, I mean, you know, at least when we're talking about fixing the election system for this particular election, at least we know that uh, we do have someone overseeing it who happens to be the Secretary of State, yeah. who, of course, is the Democrat uh, candidate Katie, Katie Hobbs. Hobbs. So surely, there, I mean, there's, it's not like there's yeah. a conflict of interest that uh, there's no <laughs> yeah, funny I mean, business happening. The conflict of interest there is clear, but truth is it all is going to stem from the county. I mean, they, as Ted Cruz tweeted today, when do Democrats win elections? When they stop counting votes, finally. Right. right? I mean, like literally just count and count and count until Democrats win. <laughs> um, I, I put Arizona lawmakers on record a couple years ago said, you gotta get this system under control. We were told by a lot of real great so-called conservative warriors that they had done all this work in Arizona and they had audited the vote and they were gonna do all these things. And I said, you guys didn't, you haven't done enough. And I got blasted by a lot of my fellow mm -hmm. conservative friends. Mm -hmm. And guess what? They didn't do enough. We have a mail-in ballot scheme now, a, a junk mail-in ballot scheme, which is mm -hmm. probably a better way to call it, that is gonna be in place for a long time. Uh, in Arizona, in Pennsylvania, California, you say, oh, don't worry about California. We got seven or eight California congressional races yeah. that can decide the balance of power with this junk mail in ballot scheme. Republicans are going to have to figure out a way how to campaign mm -hmm. without campaigning on an election day strategy. That's that's old news, guys. It really is. It's the old way of doing things. We better go harvest votes. Yes. We yes. better go cure votes. Yes. We better go collect ballots. And yes. I don't, you know what? I'm going to say this. I don't care if you fill them out for your too lazy son who's playing video games. Mm -hmm. You fill them out for your friends and family and you dump them in a, a ballot drop box. Because unless we start playing like the Democrats yep. play, we are going to continue to lose election after election. Yeah, the only way that, that you win that battle is to play the game better. That's it. That's all that you can do. Um, so I want to I, I want to go into, you know, we've talked a lot on this program about the aptly named Bill Gates, who is the supervisor chairman of Maricopa <laughs> County. Uh, so he's overseeing all of this. Bill Gates, I Bill mean, Gates, what are the odds? <laughs> and um, so he and Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer back in 2021 started a political action committee to stop MAGA candidates. This is a PAC that's called Pro-Democracy Republicans of Arizona, and it claims on their website that they are, quote, fighting to keep our democratic institutions alive. Uh, the PAC's mission, according to its website, it says it's to affirm the Arizona election wasn't stolen. We Republicans simply had a presidential candidate who lost, while we had many other candidates who won. It's time we Republicans accept and acknowledge that fact. Candidates come and go, but our democratic institutions are long-lasting and peaceful transi transitions of power are a hallmark of the United States. We should not abandon this history in favor of conspiracy theorists and demagoguery. Um, again, 
no conflict of interest there. All right, nothing to see. And uh, by the way, that same recorder, Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer, uh, previously has donated to the far left uh, group Patriot Takes, which for those of you who don't know, is like this weird hybrid pack that describes itself on Twitter as a group of, quote, dedicated researchers monitoring and exposing right wing extremism and other threats to democracy. When did Carrie Lake declare that she was running for governor? Was it in 2020? It had to have been in 2021, right? It was it, in, uh, uh, it may not have been, end of 2021 into 2022. Because I, I interviewed her at Newsmax when she had just got laid off. I was one of the first interviews I, uh, that she ever did. And I asked her flat out, are you really a conservative? And so this has to be end of 2021 or, or beginning of 2022. And she, she said, yeah. And she said all the right things. And she still reminds me to this day about that interview. when she And she hadn't announced yet, but you could tell she was brewing something. Hmm. Well, I mean, even if it was if she if it was already known or it was just a little bit after the, the, the pack that they set up, these election officials were exactly to defeat someone yeah. like Carrie Lake. Right. I mean, you could redo that headline and say they set up a pack to stop Carrie Lake and it still would have been very accurate. You know, what's interesting <laughs> is they keep talking about democracy, democracy, mm-hmm. democracy. And yet these are the people where it takes seven, eight, ten days. Yep. To, to figure out who won an election. That's, that's not the democratic process. No, when it doesn't have to. I mean, Florida showed that. Mm-hmm. I mean, after the, after their, you know, the, the, the debacle with the, the Bush and Gore election, they fixed all of their issues. Mm-hmm. There's no, I mean, I think is, is Florida is the third or fourth most populous state in the country. And yeah. they, do, they figure you know, everything is done election night. You still had to have some people. I'll acknowledge she didn't get 100% of the vote, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll acknowledge that. You still have to have some people vote for her, just as you had to have some people vote for Fetterman, just as you had sure. to have some people vote for a dementia-ridden guy who now calls himself president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have a serious, you know, the left wants to talk about a candidate quality problem. It makes me laugh. We yeah. have a candidate quality problem. Yeah. We have a voter quality problem yeah. in this country. Yeah. We, we have serious issues. Voters cannot critically think for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yeah, the, right. the balkanization of this country is just absolutely stunning. I mean, it's it, it's wild to me to see. But I mean, when you can see someone that like you look at, you know, Hobbs, she never did a debate. Right. I mean, the, half the people that voted for her probably don't even know what she even stands for. Mm-hmm. They just know that she's blue mm-hmm. and that's it. And Fetterman, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Do people I voted for him? Do I oversimplify this when I say we live in America? What this country was founded on is the greatest principles in the world. This idea that opportunity should be uh, bounded to everybody, that we're free, capitalism, go out and make it. It's the opposite of socialism. It's the opposite of communism. Literally, the left has turned into everything that America is not. It is an un-American party. And I would offer up that if you vote for a Democrat, you are an un-American voter at that point because you're not voting for the values that we support. There was a time where they coexisted. They believed in a little bigger government than we believed in, but you know what? We still believe that America was great. You could have business owners trying to strive to be successful. Now, it's handouts, it's laziness, it's gimme everything, solve my problems for me, no personal accountability. That is not the American way. And you're voting for a Democrat. I don't understand anymore. I really don't. I I don't get it. Yeah. No, I agree. We were, um, I had a, uh, we did a live stream on Blaze TV for subscribers only earlier. I did with Chad. And one of the questions was, do you actually, like, do you support a real national divorce? And I was just like, or would you entertain it? And I'm like, yes, absolutely. Only because when you think about it, it's like, 
you can try to save it and pull the country together and all of that, but you cannot, like, diversity can only take you so far before it becomes a hindrance to your community. Communities have to have cohesion, which means you have to have a shared set of values and morals and laws that everyone has agreed to live by, and we don't have that here. So how can you possibly coexist as a country when, I mean, you're talking about basic principles that are so far on opposite ends of the spectrum, you cannot have a cohesive community that operates as one when you have that much diversity. Yeah. I mean, I'm at to the point to where now, you know, and I say balkanization almost as if it's a bad thing. I think that used to be a bad thing, but now I think we should further balkanize. Yeah. I really do. Like, there's people that are in Arizona um, that actually do love this country. And you're, you're just not going to go anywhere in places like this mm-hmm. or in Pennsylvania. There's a lot of good, great people in Pennsylvania. You're not, you're not going to be able to live the life that you want to, that your parents lived with if you continue to stay there. You, what we need to be, I think what we need to be doing right now is concentrating on fortifying the places that we know mm-hmm. are still American-like. Mm-hmm. Take places like Texas, places like Florida. It's going to be painful, but just get up and move. Yeah. So you're going to have to. Yeah. When I mm-hmm. asked myself, what do I do? Like, I don't want to leave America. I, I love this country. I'm going to go down fighting for America. But then the other option is, okay, you want to move someplace. Where is there in the world to move to? I, I can't yeah. come up with a name. Maybe Texas should secede. Yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe Texas should just become its own nation. And you know what? It would chase all the liberals out. And we'd have a great conservative community here. One state would be one of the largest economies in the world. We've got a strong military in our National Guard. Maybe Texas should just secede. I don't know. But then I'm giving up on America and I'm not quite ready to do that. It's hard. I know. I know. It's hard. What you just said reminded me of that famous Ronald Reagan speech where he was talking to that Cuban guy. And he uh, the Cuban guy said, you know, oh, you're happy for me that I, you know, I got away from somewhere. You know, I'm scared for people that live here in the United States, because Mm -hmm. if you don't have this place, there's nowhere for you to run to. I could run from Cuba to America. Right. This is the last holdout, and it still is. Mm-hmm. It still is the last holdout. Basically, this is the line in the sand. There is nowhere to go over. Like, this is it. There's nowhere to run to or to move to. I mean, so now it's like the only places that, you know, to leave this country, you know, and go somewhere else. I think that Texas is the country you go to. Florida is the country you go to. Yep. That's about all we have left. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, all right, we got to take a, a quick break. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Moink. I love Moink because they deliver me amazing meat, like any kind of meat that you could possibly eat directly to my door. And uh, you know when you're getting Moink meat, this is like the cleanest meat that you are ever going to get. Uh, Unlike when you go to the grocery store, you're getting meat that, you know, they dip the chickens in like bleach and stuff. They inject some of their hogs with... gross. I know, with all this this chemicals, and uh, I don't even know what they are, but what I do know is that they're banned in a bunch of other countries, but not here. Uh, Thanks, FDA. But um, look, Moink is, you're helping keep American farming going, and you're getting delicious meat. Need I say more? You can pick whatever meat is delivered in every box. They've got ribeyes, they've got pork chops, they've got salmon fillets, they've got my favorite filet mignon, and uh, you can cancel anytime, but you're not going to because... It is delicious. You can keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash news. And listeners right now will uh, get free filet mignon in every order for a year. Do not sleep on this, okay? You're, you're going to give up free filet mignon at this point in the game when meat is so expensive everywhere else? Go there, moinkbox.com slash news. That's M-O-I-N-K box.com slash news. <laughs> Thank you. 
Saturday will mark one year since the acquittal of Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, you know, that kid from Kenosha who was put on trial for defending his own life from criminals who were attempting to take it. Uh, just want to refresh our brains here. Here is the, uh, the moment Kyle found out the jury's verdict. Watch. That's the first count of the information, Joseph Rosenbaum. We, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the second count of the information, Richard McGinnis, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the third count of the information, unknown male, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fourth count of the information, Anthony Huber, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, not guilty. As to the fifth count of the information, Gage Grosskreutz, we, the jury, find the defendant, Kyle H. Rittenhouse, Rittenhouse, not guilty. Members of the jury, are these your unanimous verdicts? Is there anyone who does not agree with the verdicts as read? Uh, would you wish the jury pulled? Gets me every time. Uh, I am happy to have my friend Kyle Rittenhouse here in studio with us. Um, Kyle, I was like, beforehand, I'm like, are you okay if I play this? Because it didn't happen to me. And every time I watch it, I get very emotional because I remember watching it as it was happening, taking place. We followed your trial, obviously, very closely here. And, I, you know, it's like the motherly, maternal instinct in me. I just, like, I was tuned in, to, uh, hanging on every word, waiting to find out, um, you know, if you were going to be another victim of the woke mob. And I just uh, got so emotional, get so emotional watching that. What is it like for you to, to relive that? I'm sure you ha you've had to relive it a million times since then. Yeah, I've seen that video a lot, but it's still a very emotional video. Like, yeah. That's when I learned my fate. I did, it was the day that was going to determine if I go to prison the rest of my life right. or if I go home with my family. Right. And I'm just glad the jury made the right decision. Yeah, and yeah we are too. As you can tell, mm -hmm. I had a huge weight lifted off my shoulder. Like I physically hit the ground. Yeah, yeah, I can't even imagine. Um, so one year coming up, um, how has your life changed since then? Uh, well, I've traveled a lot. I've gotten to go to a lot of cool places. Uh, I've met a lot of great people. Mm -hmm. um, I've gotten to tell my story a lot. Yeah. Um, I've done a lot of shows. And yeah, yeah. I've been trying to like tell people what really happened. Right. That's been interesting doing that. Yeah, um, I saw, I'll, I'll be interested to hear. I don't know what you can talk about and what you can't talk about, but I did see an interesting tweet from you the other day um, about you know the the FBI and that the full story will be told eventually. Yes, eventually. Okay. Okay. Eventually. Well, we're really looking forward to hearing more. Um, not that I would expect any sort of corruption or anything like that. It, that's. <laughs> I'm sure that didn't happen. Um, so I wanna, I wanna ask you, there was a rumor going around that uh, you won this big defamation suit from The View and you're like totally loaded, raking in the millions because they clearly defamed you and you went through court and you won. Yeah, that's not true. Yeah. So everybody's saying I won $200 million from The View. I haven't even filed a lawsuit yet. And the sad thing is I'm actually facing a lawsuit right now defending myself in court yet again. Um, so tell us a little bit uh, about this. Here, here's what I know. Tell me if I have this right. Okay, so you are in, you are one of many defendants in this totally bogus civil lawsuit that was filed uh, in the Eastern District of Wisconsin against, it's what, nine Wisconsin police departments, 10 city and county governments, uh, and you. And the plaintiff is John Huber, 
who is represented by this, you know, Chicago-based, uh, really well-capitalized Democrat Party-aligned law firm uh, that specializes in police misconduct and civil rights cases. So this is a, a, a civil rights case against you and all of these departments because John Huber's son was one of the men who was killed when you defended your own life, correct? Yes. Yeah, like, it's ridiculous. Like, it, it just does. It's, I mean, it, it, seems, it seems completely incredible that these people can do this. I mean, I, I get it. Civil, civil and criminal is completely different. But it's like, it just seems so bogus. Yeah, it, it really is. I was acquitted by a jury of my peers. Right. Like, I acted in self-defense. It's on video. Right. And now, I'm, and now they're coming after me in civil court. It's, and, and they're just drowning you in legal bills. They, they are. It's, it's frustrating because lawyers are very expensive. Oof. This don't, I, don't I know it? I've been through a divorce. <laughs> me too. <laughs> uh, what kills me on this, Kyle, is that, you know, you mentioned that the real story will come out. So I was on Newsmax, and like Sarah, we were covering this case mm -hmm. intimately. We all knew exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. The video was clear. There never should have even been a trial. You yep. never should have even been charged. Yep. Yeah. But the mainstream media ignored all, all of that. And, and then now you talk about this lawsuit and the media getting it wrong about your, your winning some defamation suit against The View. They literally get it wrong, maybe on purpose. Maybe to let everybody think you got 200 million and then let all these people come sue you. Maybe it's a setup job. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's very much possible. Yeah, you never it's, know with the media. There's, there's a real issue with justice in this country right now. I mean, and I don't think if you ask a lot of people, they could even define what American justice is right now. I mean, I mean come on, the, you know, the, the, the Florida shooter, the um, school shooter, um, doesn't get the death penalty, right? Killed 14 kids, 17 people total. total? I'm sorry, that's the definition of death penalty right there. there. There is no justice anymore. Alex Jones has to pay $1.5 billion? Is that justice? No, 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 that's not justice, that's retribution. Mm -hmm. And I feel sorry for the parents, I really do. And I, I think what Alex Jones said about, the, about what happened was just that's disgusting. Wrong, yeah. But this is anger. Mm -hmm. This is retribution, and we're seeing that now with the with the DOJ and the FBI, you know, going after other political opponents. They're go, they're, it's it's more like a grunge match, but that is not justice. Mm -hmm. And what's happening in Kyle is the same thing. I, you know, you guys both um, make really good points, and I, I would say too, you know, Grant, you're talking about how the media has just done such a horrible job of, you know, covering Kyle's case in particular. I wonder if. Would this lawsuit, that this erroneous BS, I won't have to contribute to the swear jar today, okay? I realize he is legally an adult, but I am a mother, and I don't want to curse in front of Kyle. It's too full anyway. But you stuff any more money in there. this BS lawsuit, it's like, would this have even been filed if the media didn't spend, what, nine months? How long, how long was this? Nine months, however long it was, months and months and months telling everyone that this guy was a white supremacist and all of these things. I mean, how, how much did they build this up to where this plaintiff, this dad, who, uh, you know, I get, he lost a son and that's sad, but the facts remain the facts. And if this wasn't built up on national news the way that it was, does this dad even file this lawsuit? I say no. No. Kyle? Again, with facing the civil lawsuit, I'm not going to answer on that question. Yeah, yeah, I directed it to you. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Well, I directed it to I'll you. Tell you. No, he probably didn't. See, the media's in on the whole game. <clears throat> this yeah. poor man has been victimized. Yes, correct. Victimized. Yep. He, he, he was out there literally fighting for his life. Kyle, you could talk about it more than I could ever describe it, but I've seen the video of you falling down, mm -hmm. them chasing mm -hmm. after you. 
and the media wants to make him a criminal? The criminals were out there burning down buildings, throwing rocks at people. Lord knows what. It was just a matter of time before someone died. In this case, they died because of self-defense. Right. These people are animals. Kyle, God bless you, man. I, I get emotional here because I covered your case for so long, and I'm just happy you're okay. Please donate money to this yeah. man's... Yeah. What, what legal, is the legal what, fund? It's a, it's a legal Gibson fund. Go. Yes, it's a please, Gibson please, go. please. So we so we've got it. We've got it up on screen right now. What is the what is the the URL, Kyle? Uh, it's uh, www.givesengo forward slash Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, so givesengo uh, dot com slash Kyle Rittenhouse. Yes. Okay. Can, can I ask you a question? Uh, what is it like? It. Are, are you you get a lot of a lot of publicity among the gun crew? I'm wearing an NRA shirt. I, I you know to the gun community, they love you. Become a hero. Are you okay? Are you are you all right at night? Like, how hard is this? How how hard has this been? Yeah. I mean, it's been difficult. There's definitely nights where I don't get any sleep. Like, there's restless nights. It's something I have to live with every day. It's not as easy as people make it out to seem. My life isn't. Easy, like everybody on the Twitterverse wants to make mm -hmm. it same. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, and you saw it in the the clip we played, yeah. right? Of of you hearing uh, your fate and just falling to the floor because I, it's it's too much for any young man to have to burden. Um, and it's it's really unfortunate that they decided to even file charges in the first place because, again, as Grant pointed out, it was it was a travesty that this even went. Mm -hmm. to court like this this was not a case that should have even gone to court um so uh, yeah I, I just want to encourage everyone please um help, help kyle out this is absolutely bogus and um you know you didn't you didn't do anything wrong and you don't deserve this and uh we're here to support you and um i also want to mention you did launch a new youtube channel as well i did okay. um it's just my name kyle rittenhouse i plan on making some gun gun content okay so maybe i can have you guys all out when i get a range yeah yeah um, yeah yeah that'd be fun yeah we'd love um, to but yeah some shooting content making videos like that that's great awesome. well i mean we look we want you to have a normal life, Kyle, okay? Because you don't deserve any of this. You need to have a normal life. You need to be able to go do, create a YouTube channel just like everyone else right. and talk about your hobbies and go to school and, you know, have fun um, because that's what you need to be doing. And we want to help you get to that point, so. Put it up on Rumble, too. On Rumble? Yeah. Yes, okay. on Rumble. Important because YouTube, they're, yeah. they're not going to like you. They don't like me. I get, like, limited views on YouTube. Oh, so Rumble is another great outlet. Do them both. Yeah. Both? Yeah. yeah. Um, so make sure that you uh, you help help Kyle out as much as you can. And uh, make sure to follow him on social media as well. Uh, you are a great follow. And you're you're making me mad with your teasing of this stuff that you have coming up. Okay? <laughs> just be on the lookout, Sarah. All right. But I'm just saying, just text it to me, okay? All right. <laughs> I need to know. Um, all right. Thank you so much, Kyle, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Um, we got to take a quick break. First, I want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So you, I don't have to tell you, okay? You see it every time you go to the gas pump, every time you go to the grocery store. Inflation is a huge problem right now in our country, and uh, the irresponsible spending from the left is just exacerbating the problem. This year, we witnessed almost every kind of negative economic record 
from empty grocery store shelves to 40-year high inflation. You know, Joe's like, I've done a lot since I've been in office. Yes, you have, and none of it is good. you got to hedge against inflation with gold from Birch Gold. You can text the word Y to 989898. Get your free information kit on diversifying into gold. When you do it this month by Black Friday, you will get a free gold bar with every purchase that you make by December 22nd. They are the knowledgeable ones. They're experts. They've been doing it forever. you got to go there. Uh, don't allow the left to devalue your devalue your savings. You can text the word Y again to 989898. No obligation. It's free. No reason not to do it, guys. The word Y to 989898. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Last week, cryptocurrency exchange company FTX filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy after a liquidity crisis at the company. Uh, at least $1 billion and up to $2 billion in client funds have gone missing since FTX suddenly collapsed. Now, uh, the founder of FTX, this is Sam Bankman-Fried, has funneled millions of dollars to Democratic campaigns, uh, donating a reported $50 million to Democrats since 2020. He actually was like one of the Democrats' largest donors uh, outside of George Soros, so second only to George Soros. We're not talking small potatoes here. We're talking a lot of money. Uh, And uh, FTX's balance sheet included an obscure, what is this, $7 million holding? Is that what it is? Uh, Called... Trump lose. And so I want to I want to go to the nerd at the table. Who I'm just I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I'm, joking. Be, yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm joking. I was gonna turn and look at Grant and I was like, <laughs> what's everyone looking at me for? He's a motorcycle guy. He can't be a nerd. I know. Thank that's you. that's, Come that's on. why Thank it's you. funny when I call him that because he knows I'm just joking. So I mean, look so, at that beard, no nerd has a beard like that. Okay, well down. the researcher. Okay, so yeah. he researches okay. all of this. So Thanks, what buddy. can you tell us? <laughs> Yeah, golly. <laughs> the heat I take from these men. Um, so tell us tell us about this, because you've been researching the crap out of this for Glenn. So what can you tell us? I actually just want to steal the exclusive, and you give us all the information before you give it to that Glenn Beck. Who is that guy anyway? Well, the Trump lose thing is, like, really weird. So people have been breaking down their balance sheet to try and figure out where all the money was going, because so much of the money that has just been basically disappearing mm-hmm. uh, from their company, some of it's being offshored, I think, to the Bahamas. To mm-hmm. his other company, what, is it his sister or his, or yeah. his girlfriend? His girlfriend. His girlfriend runs for him. So I think FTX is also based in the Bahamas. This other company is based in the Bahamas. Some of the money was getting funneled that way. Other uh, other uh, parts of the of, of the treasure trove was getting funneled out, like you said, to the you know to Democrats or Democrat causes. Um, I, it's it's really hard to say right now what this really means, and I think we're trying to like really kind of like grasp what the heck this could mean. But so we know that back in 2020, when when Trump was uh, was running against Biden, he set up a thing called uh, Trump lose or or Biden win or something like that or Trump win. I can't remember what it was, um, but that was back in 2020. So some people are trying to say this Trump Trump lose part on the balance sheet is part of that. Now that doesn't explain why. You know, several years later, it's still there. 
That makes no sense to me whatsoever. And people have been looking at it and like, I've, I've, I've read multiple different articles where they're trying to say, yeah, that, that part remains a mystery. Mm -hmm. We're not exactly sure why that would still be on, the, on their balance sheet. Um, it kind of looks like, can I put my, I, I wish that we had that I know, Alex the Stein temple hat. hat. I know. <laughs> um, you know, it, it kind of looks like it. People have pointed out. In fact, is, is there, do, do we have that side of that? The of clip that, that you asked for? Can yep. we play that really yep. quick? Just Let's watch. That, that all of us are worried about. You know, on the balance sheet of FTX is a line called Trump lose. <laughs> and Sam was the second biggest donor to Democratic candidates. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> I'm going to leave it to everybody else to draw their own conclusions about what you're saying. You, you, you know okay. what it means. Right? Those are, those are really, really ugly facts when you see a fraud of this magnitude having played out and you find no regulators were there to prevent it. Boom, right there. That, that's specifically that's what I wanted really, to show. That's a really, really tough story. Who's wow. the guy he's talking to that wouldn't answer? Uh, he's just the moderator oh, that Bill Bloomberg had. I'm not sure, but the other guy is, like, I think the CEO or somebody at Citadel. Well, he was not prepared for that. No. He <laughs> no. And he knows. You know what he's thinking right there. He's like, wow, this seems like a giant money laundering operation yeah. for the left. Yeah. That's so what this seems like. Here, the even bigger story, which happens to be... I'm going to really break down on my podcast, which breaks Wednesday morning, mm -hmm. okay? The, the even bigger story, I think, is that you had billions of dollars of government aid, military aid going to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. It now appears, and the Gateway Pundit's been doing a good job of reporting some of this, it now appears that billions of dollars were invested, Zelensky invested that money with FTX, Okay, so you have taxpayer-funded dollars going to Ukraine. Ukraine sends the money to FTX. FTX then funds fifty million dollars of Democrat campaigns. And I pulled a uh, Senate leadership fund, which is Mitch McConnell, the Congressional Leadership Fund, which is Kevin McCarthy. Mitch got two and a half million. Kevin McCarthy got two million. So you got fifty million going to Democrats and four and a half million going to Rhino Republicans. Taxpayer money to Ukraine, mm -hmm. to FTX, back to the Democrats. If that is true, that is a money laundering mm -hmm. scheme. If that is true, nothing's been proven. If that is true, that is criminal activity. And at most, a total violation of trust of everybody that's supposed to feel so sorry for Ukraine, and I do feel sorry for the people in Ukraine, but I've been warning for a long time this $84 billion is trouble. Why are they so hell-bent on sending $84 billion to Ukraine? Well, now I know why. Mm -hmm. They were getting millions of it back into their campaign coffers. Well, it's yeah. not a $33 billion, I think, that the White House asked Congress to approve today. So, I mean, it's, it's every other day. You know, that's interesting. So um, I've, I heard some people say that Ukraine was investing in uh, FTX, but I, I hadn't seen that part. Did, did they have, now, like— Ukra A Ukrainian official has said that that's not true. I just, and just I, it might no. be, but I'm just, I'm just, yeah, 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 exactly. I'm like, well, I, the corrupt government of Ukraine also says that that's not true. So the corrupt government yeah. of the United States okay. and the corrupt government of Ukraine, like, yeah. I, I don't know what to tell you. I'm just reporting that uh, Ukrainian official, this is Dep Putin Deputy says, Minister, right, right, it, Deputy it, Minister of Digital Transformation of Ukraine denied the money laundering allegations and said that uh, Ukraine's government never invested any funds into FTX. Yeah, Joe Biden denies uh, doing anything with the Chinese government as well. Well, right, right. I know. So, That's why I'm like, I, mean, I don't, you know. I mean, I remember, this is, this, is, this is the government that was surrounding the, the Trump impeachment, right, was the phone call talking about corruption and trying to clean it up and all of this. So it's like, Sarah, okay. everything 
runs through Ukraine. Yeah. It's the money laundering yeah. capital of the world. Why would we care so much about this little tiny country in the middle of nowhere? And why is it involved in every major international international ordeal that we've seen so far, whether it was the Trump phone call, whether it was the Joe Biden going through there, and now this war with Putin, everything goes through Ukraine because it's a money laundering capital. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The left sure loves it, that's for sure. Every time they get in office, they make Ukraine the biggest, and some, some calamity happens every time they're in office with that's Ukraine, every single time. Look, I'm not saying thing. we shouldn't support Ukraine, but we, you gotta have checks and balances. I like, am. Checks and balances. I am. I- you, so you say nothing. Yes, correct. Right now, yes, because we're going through our own crisis. Right. If we're, if our economy is just like thriving and COVID didn't happen and we really have the money to be yeah. giving, okay, let's talk about a limit. But right now, after our Amer- like Americans have been suffering for what, almost three years now? Yeah. And at that time, it's two and a half years, two years of Americans suffering. The government shut their businesses down. They can't afford to feed their families. We have gas prices going up. We can barely take care of ourselves and we're gonna send a bunch of money to another country. I'm sorry, I understand you're going through it, but I, I just that's just not sustainable. So how about this? Because I love you so much, I'll back you on that. That's fine. I, I would I would rather I'll, I'll go with that. But if you're gonna send money. You don't money, have to, you can disagree. If you're gonna send money. How about we stroke the check to the ammunition company and not leave it to Zelensky to decide what he's going to spend money right, on? How right. about we stroke the check to Johnson right. & Johnson for right. the medical supplies, right. not rely on Zelensky? Yeah. So if it's better off not to send any money, you can try to convince me on that. I'll be open to it, okay? Right. But if we're going to send it, we need checks and balances. There's none. Yeah, Why is there no checks and balances? Because I don't believe the guy in mm-hmm. Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I believe they're sending it straight back, whether it's FTX or some other company, who knows? Everybody's getting rich off this deal. I promise you, that $84 billion, Zelensky is going to be a billionaire by the time we're done with this. Well, everyone knows that when you are very serious about uh, fighting in a very, very, very serious, horrible war, you have time to pose for Vogue. Uh, all right, we've uh, <laughs> got to take another quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Patriot Mobile. So, look, Patriot Mobile is a company that you want to partner with because they share your conservative values. And they're putting their monies where their mouth is. Um, they recently donated a, b- a bunch of money to help some school board candidates flip seats. And they did. Uh, Also, when you're talking about all of these recent Supreme Court wins, Patriot Mobile was behind the scenes fighting that battle as well. And they were successful. So uh, they're going to offer you the same wireless service that you're going to get from any of these big mobile carriers who are likely taking a portion of your money and donating it to left-leaning causes. But you're going to partner with Patriot Mobile, who you know is going to fight and donate that money, a portion of your bill, to fight and preserve our God-given rights and freedoms instead. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, you can get your third month for free. Plus, get free activation if you go to patriotmobile.com slash news. That is patriotmobile.com slash news. This morning, Greg Abbott, governor of Texas, tweeted out, I invoked the invasion clauses of the U.S. and Texas constitutions to fully authorize Texas to take unprecedented measures to defend our state against an invasion. I'm using that constitutional authority and other authorization and executive orders to keep our state and country safe. And uh, the attached graphic that he has on there, for those of you who are listening to podcasts, it says that he's going to deploy the National Guard to safeguard our border, repel and turn back immigrants trying to cross the border illegally, deploy the Texas Department of Public Safety to arrest and return 
to the border, immigrants who crossed illegally and deployed DPS to arrest illegal immigrants for criminal activity, build a border wall in multiple counties, deploy gunboats to secure the border, designate Mexican drug cartels as foreign terrorist organizations, enter into a compact with other states to secure the border, and to enter agreements with foreign powers to enhance border security and provide resources for border counties to increase their efforts to respond to the border invasion. My first thought was about damn time. Mm -hmm. My second thought was, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I mean, it's a week after the election mm -hmm. and he does this. So yeah. All of us yeah. at this table have been yeah, saying like, you need uh, to do this for months and months and months, <laughs> if not years. Right. We've been saying invoke the invasion clause. And now a week after the election, he invokes it. Look, great. Better late than never. Let's make sure he does it. I know, Sarah, you on this show will be keeping eyes to make sure he does. Sure will. Let's make sure it happens. But sure this will. is like, come on, man. If you're a bold leader, then do it before the election. Yeah. Uh, you, you know what I think? I think, sorry to cut you off, Jason. I think, uh, that's my show. It's your so show. Kinda... That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, uh, preach, I, girl, preach. Yeah, I, um... And you're a nerd. And I'm a nerd. <laughs> okay, but he's a cool nerd. Um, I think that when he realized, because remember, this came right after we found out that Carrie Lake was not going to win. I think he realized that Lake was not going to be the one to carry that torch because, as we know, Governor Abbott licks his finger and sticks it up in the air to see which way the wind is blowing right. and wants to go along with that. So I think he's like, OK, Lake isn't going to be there to carry the torch. I see that this is polling well because the Republicans, the conservatives really love this. I think I'm going to go for it because I've, I've already done my homework to make sure that I'm okay politically before I do it. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's not a conviction of his. No, no. I, uh, I'm having a hard time finding what his convictions are, at really. After Probably COVID, after this, I, I'm having a hard time. Yeah, he sticks no. his finger up in the air to see which way the wind's blowing. Right. He lets Governor DeSantis... Blow the wind. Right. Make big moves, and then yeah. he follows in his lead. Absolutely. Yeah, what I, my first thought when I saw this was that video of uh, Obama and, what was it, Medvedev, when he said after the election I'll have a little uh -huh. bit more yeah. flexibility. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But when our governor, the Texas governor, is playing those same games, with the security of our border mm -hmm. and basically right. destroying all these border towns, yep. the economies, the towns, everything. It makes me disgusted. Mm -hmm. I mean, it makes me sick to my stomach that you'd be playing political games off of that. I don't care what your political capital is right. at yeah. the time. And, and if he would have declared an invasion, I mean, most of the people I think in those border towns are would probably be for this. Correct. Really. So I, I don't understand. Like there was some... I don't know, strategists saying, nah, you know, let's let's keep let's push security on no. down the line. Like, I'm sorry, screw you. If, I, if really, I mean, screw you. I mean, to your point, you had the what the Democrat mayor of El Paso shipping off, bussing off more illegal immigrants than Governor Abbott was. Mm -hmm. This is a Democrat who's running El Paso, who's seeing how his city has been decimated. So mm. I would imagine if they're doing that, certainly they would agree with invoking, uh, you know, saying that there is an invasion going on. I, you know, I can't, there is an invasion. I mean, I, you see the numbers. And uh -huh. I think I said earlier, like 2.5. Mm -hmm. It's a record. Yeah. And unless you follow, what's that really good guy from Fox, Bill something? Illusion. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The stuff he's putting out there, yep. yeah. that should be everywhere. Should be the lead story Jorge, everywhere. Jorge Ventura at the Daily Caller. Yeah, they're, they're the only ones well. talking about this. Mm -hmm. I know. And I remember when this was such a huge deal back in 2016 when Trump was running. Uh -huh. right. And rightfully so. This was one of the main issues that drove, led him to the election. It's worse now. It's worse. So much worse. So How is this not a big deal? I want to just throw in here. So funny. I, I swear this came 20 minutes maybe after, um, after Governor Abbott came out and tweeted this mm -hmm. about, you know, declaring an invasion. This is from a, a, a reporter uh, that says that 
one of his Abbott, Abbott budget director, Sarah Hicks, was asked about this tweet very shortly after Governor Abbott tweeted it. And she said, I don't think it is a change in overall tactic as much as it is a reminder to all of us that this is serious and it demands a full and serious response. So I read that and I was like, okay, this is more of the same. He just wanted to tweet something out that sounded strong. How, how, how is it possible you would have one of your one of your own people saying, I don't think that this is a, a, a change in overall tactic. That's the kind of thing that's maddening. I know. I'm like, and, and, and you know, who's running PR over there? Before the election, as a, as a now I call myself a Texan. I've been here 20 years. Before the election, I was a little concerned about, about Texas. I was a little concerned about it, Attorney General Paxton's race. I'm pretty sure Governor Abbott was going to win, but mm-hmm. I, I, was, I was concerned. So some strategist probably told him, you can't do this. You're going to just motivate the left, whatever. But what I was so happy, if we want a little positive out of all this, I was so happy how deep red Texas showed itself to be in this midterms. Mm. Florida and Texas, they showed themselves to be deep red. We won by double digits in most statewide races Mm -hmm. that he could have put this out months ago and he might have even won by more. That that it just solidified, you know, when the left was saying, oh, Texas is turning purple. we're not even close to being purple. This election set them way back. Yeah, so yeah. screw you, Beto. Yeah. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Yeah, I was, you know. Um... All right, we got about a minute here. And uh, I, I just really quick, I want to, uh, Jason, I, I want you to touch on these, the Russian missile, missiles that crossed into Poland killed two people. I, there's a ton of speculation about it. I know you had said off air that there were a bunch of people call, talking about Article 5. and Yeah, I'm, I'm, gl- I'm, gl- I'm glad we brought it up because um, there's people freaking out on social media and they're all saying Article 5, Article 5, Article 5. Um, there's Which no- is if, if they attack a NATO country, that means like all of NATO has to wage war against that. Right, and there's a country. lot of people on a lot of sides that really want war. They mm-hmm. want Article 5 so they can oh. go in and they can mm-hmm. start this war. Mm-hmm. But, there's, but I want you to look at it through that lens because yeah, there's a lot of seconds. things that you need to look at. And, but anyway, we don't know anything about this. Yeah. It's not an advert attack at all. It's going to be an accident either way. Um, but if it's an accident, they're not going to invoke Article 5. Right. So just temper everything. We don't know Calm all the details. Calm down. Calm down, for sure. Wait until the details. Zelensky would want Article 5. He absolutely would. That. 100 million percent. That's a great point, Grant. Uh, all right, guys, thank you so much. Make sure that you are subscribed to Stinchfield and uh, follow Jason on social media. We'll see you tomorrow. Listen to my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.